Soeo Naijarasso Ani Chombuto Arguisoso Ipango Pakio Tanungo Gunde Kesu Pochigi Dedura Urangachi Kushipaso Na Chajo Acho 미래라는 게 없다고 해도 너가 그냥 나 찾아와줘 아프지도 말고 다치지도 말고 상처 하나 없이 그냥 그냥 나나 찾아와줘 Sohea, I get it now. No, I knew it all along. This has always been the only way, but but I kept fighting it because I want to be with you. Will you come and find me? Even if there's no future, just come and find me. Don't get sick. Don't get hurt. Make sure you're safe. And... And come and find me. Kinga and Quinka, everyone. This is Rome Orhando Jr., Kinka Chingu, Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast, where every week we celebrate the marriage of K-drama and language learning. Kinka Podcast is the Bank Collective Alright, so how's that? That's the first time that I tried introducing the bank in Korean. Well, at least in this podcast. I actually used that on my Korean ASMR podcast, which you can also check if you want to hear me do ASMR in Korean. Okay, but this one is not that podcast. So today I'm going to talk about a K-drama, which is Sisyphus. But before everything, let's have the... Okay, my timing is bad, but let's have the vocabulary words for today. We have how many? Five, as usual. We can't go beyond that because we're lazy people now. It's because that's the limit. Five vocabulary words a week is our limit. I mean, my limit for this podcast. Anyway, all of these are from the K-drama Sisyphu, so let's begin with the first word. First word, I'm sure. Amshir is dark room. Dark room. Yeah, the one where you develop photos. So let's use Amshir in a sentence. 대수리 암실에서 사진 인화 작업을 했어요. 대수리 암실에서 사진 인화 작업을 했어요. 대수 worked in the dark room to develop photos. Okay, Amshir. Next word is hangbokhada. Okay, it's not hangbokhada because hangbokhada is to be happy. This one is hang. Hangbokhada. 
Hangbok hada means to surrender, to yield, or to submit. Hangbok hada. Let's use Hangbok hada in a sentence. Desani Hangbok har sobakke opsosoyo. Desani Hangbok har sobakke opsosoyo. Desan had no choice but to surrender. Desan had no choice but to surrender. Hangbok hada. Okay, next word. Jojak hada. Jojak hada. Jojak hada means to forge, to manipulate, to make a counterfeit version of something. Also, it actually means to operate, but for this hanja, it means to just the first three that I mentioned forge, manipulate, and make counterfeit version of something. Jojak hada. Let's use jojak hada in a sentence. Agnes ga maranan modun gosu chujak hagu issayo. Agnes ga maranan modun gosu chujak hagu issayo. Agnes is fabricating everything she's saying. Jojak hada. Next word is bihonju eja. Bihonju eja or juweja. Whatever way you want to pronounce it, it's the same. Bihonju eja. Bionjuaija means a non-maritalist or a misogynist. Actually, this is a new word to me, even the English. I've never heard of it before. Yeah, until this K drama. Bihonjuaija. Bihonjuaija. Let's use Bihonjuaija in a sentence. Chobuda naiga manen bundirinde. Bihonjuaija eyo. Chobuda naiga manen bundirinde. Bihonjuaija eyo. They're a lot older than me and they chose to be single. Bihonjuaija, misogynist. And next word, our final word for today is Hedokje. Hedokje. Hedokje is antidote or detoxicant. And it has a hanja here, Hedokje. And I just want to say that the dok here is the same as the dok that is, that means poison. So, yeah, antidote. Let's use hedokje in a sentence. 이 알약은 실현당한 사람의 해독제를 나타내죠. This pill represents an antidote for heartbroken people. 이 알약은 실현당한 사람의 해독제를 나타내죠. Okay. Actually, the heartbroken people word is new to me. Shiryon dang han saram. Shiryon dang hada. Okay. I didn't know that word before. So you can use that too. You can add that. That's our sixth word for today. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So those are our vocabulary words for today. Let's review them from the beginning. Amshir. Dark room. Hangbok hada. To surrender, yield, or submit. Jojak hada to forge, manipulate, make a counterfeit version of something. Bihonjueja, a non-maritalist or a misogynist. And then hedokje, it's an antidote or detoxicant. Or you can also pick shirion danghada, which means heartbroken. I think let's discuss about that in the future because I'm not sure if that's the exact meaning. Okay, and I also have a study tip for you today. The study tip that I'm gonna tell you is let me just tell you. It's to listen to podcasts in your target language and then do panbok tukki. Panbok tukki is to repeat listening to it. To listening repeated repetitively. 
So yeah, that's what I, I'd like to tell you. Just listen to podcasts in your ta- target language and keep listening to it. So you can try listening to my podcast. Not this one. I mean, you're already listening to this. That's nice. But you can also listen to my Korean ASMR podcast and then repeatedly listen to it. It will kind of help your listening skills. And if you don't like listening to my ASMR, there's also a lot of other Korean podcasts that you can listen to. There's Pimil Ponho 2345, I think. Um, it's an interesting podcast. There's three or four hosts there. So yeah, check it out if you're interested in listening to a podcast in your target language or in Korean. Um, yeah, they're fully in Korean. Okay, so that's what I wanted to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm good for today, at least for this vocabulary and language session. Okay, now moving on to the discussion. Okay, actually, I'm I'm kind of tired today. I did a lot today. I went to Studio Z. Thank you very much, Studio Z, for for your studio for letting us the bunk collective people use it and yeah also thank you to chad and vp for inviting me to record something today we recorded two episodes of woe or no check that out as well if you're interested in you know reviewing different kinds of things we reviewed two things today i won't spoil it just check it out when it get it becomes available But for today, I'm going to talk about this K-drama that was released, I think, around the same time that Vincenzo was released. And I've noticed that a lot of people were talking about Vincenzo, but from among the groups of people, at least from those people that I follow on Twitter, on Facebook, and wherever else social media I'm using... There's almost none of them who talked about Sisyphus. So I was kind of curious why. I'm not sure. Did they not like it? Or did they just not watch it? Uh, I'm not sure because not all of my friends are watching K-dramas anyway. So yeah, I became curious as to why that is the case. And I decided I'd watch Sisyphus and not Vincenzo. I still haven't watched Vincenzo until now. I'm not sure I'm gonna watch it. It's comedy and it has... 20 episodes, I think. 20 episodes are a lot for me, but we'll see. But for today, anyway, Sisyphus. So before I begin the discussion, let me first read to you the synopsis of this K-drama. I'm going to read from Asian Wiki. A time travel story between a genius engineer, Han Tae-sur, and his savior from the future. Kang Sohe. Han Tae-sur is a genius engineer and the co-founder of Quantum and Time Company. He is handsome, and he produces innovative results. Thanks to his efforts, Quantum and Time has become a world-class enterprise. He is known as a miracle worker and a hero in Korea. But reality is a little different. After his older brother's death 10 years ago, he has exhibited eccentric behavior. The company's stock price has fluctuated accordingly. One day, Han Tae-soo learns of an 
unreliable truth behind his brother's death. His dangerous journey begins. Kang Sohe is an elite warrior. She can take down the biggest men with just her bare hands. She's also a sharpshooter and able to make bombs. She learned these skills to survive in a world that is dominated by gangsters and military cliques. One day, after a long and dangerous journey, she comes to Han Tesur to save him. Okay, that's a pretty neat synopsis, I think. Because in a way, it doesn't give us the entire plot. And it just tells us where Tesur and Sohe are coming from. And it's nice. I mean, it's better written than some of the plot synopsis that I've read in the past. I mean, from Asian Wiki. But yeah, I I'm not criticizing Asian Wiki. I, I like it. But sometimes the synopsis aren't so good and maybe i in the future i should write my own synopsis rather than read somebody else's but anyway I, i'm just you know i'm just lazy sometimes to make my own synopsis but I, I should do that or i don't know um anyway for today's discussion i was thinking of first following my twitter thread because as I've already mentioned in my previous episodes, I started making Twitter threads of the K-dramas that I'm watching so that I could like make a record of you know, my initial thoughts so that I could process them later on. Although it I, I don't really I haven't really done a lot of processing in the past. You'll understand me. Sometimes, you know, life just makes me feel so busy and yeah, I don't process it the way that I could have had had I had I extra time. But yeah. Or had I decided to prioritize it. But anyway, so today I'm I'm going to start by looking at my Twitter thread and maybe read a few stuff. You you can also read along with me if you're already following me on Twitter. If not, you can check it out. I'm at Kinka Podcast on Twitter. So it's K-I-N-G-K-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, Kinka Podcast. Yeah, look me up or not. It's up to you. So yeah, on May 9th, I started watching Sisyphus. Yeah, I, I said that, May 9th. And like I said at, at the beginning of this episode, or well, not really at the beginning, but when I started discussing, I said that I haven't heard a lot about Sisyphus, but I've heard a lot about Vincenzo and I was curious why that's the case. I don't know. Why didn't people talk about this a lot? It's actually really interesting. Uh, yeah, well, well, on the first episode, I said it has an interesting promise. I really like sci-fi because, I don't know, somehow it makes me feel like we're given a prediction of what the future will be like and hey who doesn't want to know about the future although sci-fi might be inaccurate about a few stuff it can also be accurate about other things and that depends on all the people around us i mean the scientists who are working towards a better future and all of us all of us citizens of the world what are we doing to you know 
have a better world, a better future, a better earth. Mm, am I talking environmental stuff today? No. That just, you know, that just came out of my mouth. And yeah, so I'm continuing. I- I'm not going to read all of my tweets because that's just boring. But I- I'm just looking at maybe the questions that I have here that were unanswered. Okay, so I'm looking at things. There are things that are already answered. There are things that I that are not. And I think a question that wasn't answered here is who wants Tesu dead? Right? Who wants him dead? It appears that nobody wanted Tesu dead. Okay, also spoiler alert. I, I think I'm gonna make spoilers on this episode. I'm gonna give spoilers, so if that's not your thing, now's your time to just pause this for a bit and then watch all 16 episodes of Sisyphus and then listen, okay? (laughs) You can go back here after 16 hours of watching this, or if you don't mind spoilers, then yeah, continue listening. Okay, so who wants Tessel dead? It appears that nobody wanted him dead, at least before he created the time machine or the uploader but before he he was able to do that nobody wanted him dead and the only person who wanted him dead after he created it or well did he really want him dead he just killed him it was sigma so sigma killed him after he created the uploader so he dies basically he dies after he creates the uploader so yeah and yeah, so, okay, so I, I'm going circular here because somebody wants him dead after he creates the uploader, but before creating that, nobody wants him dead, okay? So it, it's like you're chasing something who, I mean, if I'm looking for the suspect during the time that he hasn't done, he hasn't created the uploader yet, there's nobody, okay? It's confusing, I know, because this K-drama can be confusing, if we look at the, you know, the loop, the iteration of time, it's just crazy. But it's fun because it makes me think, it makes me um, imagine different kinds of possibilities. Yeah. Uh, oh, I also took note here about riding KTX and riding KTX over Mugungwa all the time. Not because I had lots of money, but because I didn't have time. And that standing tickets are okay too. Um, Have you tried riding the KDX and standing? If you have the same experience, please let me know so that we can, you know, laugh at it. Laugh or not. It's not a laughing matter. It's just a unique experience for foreigners or for tourists, I think. Although I wasn't a tourist when I did that. I was there for seven months and I just had to use KDX and... The next KTX is leaving in a few minutes, but but they no longer have seats. So if I wanted to ride that KTX, then I had to get a standing ticket. Yeah, standing ticket is a thing for KTX as well. And the price difference is negligible. So it's like you're paying for for a seat, but you're going to stand. Anyway, it's, it's about the speed anyway. Okay, so going back to the plot, other questions that didn't get answered. 
Okay, Tesla's machine, teleporter, and eventually a time traveling machine. Yes, that's right. Yes, I got this from episode four because he was, he presented this teleporter, the one wherein he transferred a cube of sugar, to from the machine to another point on the stage, and that was fancy. I don't think it's already possible right now. I'm not sure. Maybe some people are already studying about teleportation. Maybe. I'm not updated about that, but that would be nice. And I agree when Tesla said that transporting, you just have to like vary the variables, vary the variables, <laughs> or yeah, change some of the variables, and maybe somehow make time travel possible because you're basically transporting or teleporting matter from one point in time to another. Although, I've already mentioned this, I don't believe in going back in time. I don't believe in travel, in time travel, going back to the past. But it's fiction, so I, I enjoy it and I kind of romanticize the idea of going back to the past and changing something and seeing how it will affect the the present or the future even but yeah for for me time travel is always forward but yeah who knows maybe there's there's a possibility to change that change my mind okay other questions that didn't get answered okay uh, i don't have a lot of questions in this one looks like it uh okay oh okay that there's an answer for for when was Sohe from because I, I think on episode until episodes 9 and 10 it wasn't clear to me at least when was Sohe from because I, I didn't see a year flashed on screen until episode 9 or 10 I think so until then, I didn't know that it was 2035. So for them, the world ended in 2020, October 31st. And 15 years later, Sohe grew up and she found a letter from herself telling her to use the uploader, go back to the past, and save Tesur. So it's a 15-year time travel um yeah no comment about that i i don't believe it anyway i mean i don't believe in that idea okay uh there's a question that i threw to myself or through to people on twitter i said is it weird for me to hope for soya to fail in changing the future is it weird i mean because i saw this gay drama having multiple iterations already like it's possible that Sohe has already gone back to the past a lot of times and she just keeps going on and on and on and on and no matter how much she tries they don't end up together in the end and so I felt like yeah it's it's going to be an eternal infinite loop for Sohe and Tessur that they'll 
they're just gonna have a lot of these kinds of adventures. They're gonna fall in love with each other. They'll go through all the adventures and then eventually die. Although they might have figured out new things, their enemy Sigma has also figured out ways to beat them. So it's a game of beating the other person and the more times they go back and forth from this time loop, then they get better and better. And it might seem that they win one time but they lose again another time and it just keeps going back and forth and I should say that that's also how it felt when I've seen the ending of this K-drama because okay spoiler alert Tessel killed himself and after killing himself he woke up on the same airplane where he got on uh, the airplane that crashed which he fixed and that's actually the beginning of his adventure so I suppose that him riding on that plane, waking up and seeing uh, seeing Sohe right next to him was a sign that it's just beginning again. That this crazy adventure is yet to begin again. Also, I've seen Sigma in the epilogue and it looked like although he kind of appeared good to the people, like he was painting kids or painting, sketching kids. But when he got back to his home, he was looking at a picture of Tessur. And he was even wearing the same shirt and cap. I don't think it was because he kind of idolized Tessur, but instead he wanted to be him. Perhaps now instead of making Tessur create the uploader for him, he wants to create it for himself, maybe? I still have no idea what his motivation is. I wrote down here what is the motivation of Sigma for doing all this. I don't know. I don't understand. Did he just want revenge? Did he just want silence? Did he just want... It's not the whole world that got destroyed, by the way. It's just South Korea. And Did he want that kind of silence? Did he want the world to be silent so that he could enjoy it for himself? I mean... Um, what are you gonna do with that? Uh, he, uh, well, he has some problems. Uh, by problems, I mean the wirings, how his brain is wired is not the same as usual people. I'm, I don't know if I can say he is psychopathic, maybe, or sociopathic. I, I don't know the specific definitions and the differences of sociopathic and psychopathic. So forgive me if I, if I can't articulate that perfectly i will study more about this psychopathic sociopathic i'll put this on my notes to study in the future so that when i encounter another k-drama that has these kinds of characters i'd better articulate my thoughts about them okay other questions that didn't get answered mm. oh oh this is a Oh, there was a part when I felt like Sigma completely rigged the game. Meaning, yeah, like, how did he know what's going to happen next? And that's kind of crazy because this Sigma is the Sigma who didn't experience the future yet. 
because the sigma that was encountered by both Sohe and Tesur was the sigma who survived the nuclear disaster and traveled back to 2001 and then you know followed Tesu until 2020 so that he could get what he want and so I'm saying that this is kind of similar to some games that I've played in the past yeah I play some games that mess up with your idea of time and mess up with your idea of reality there's this game called nonary games it's a game it's it's a puzzle game and the puzzle game is about life and death so people die people live but the what you want to happen is that all of the characters live in the end they actually die in the middle but you end up having everyone alive if that makes sense (laughs) meaning like you go through a lot of iterations until you get an ending wherein all of them lives if that makes sense so i i I was feeling like sisyphus might be the same that it keeps going through that time loop until the ending is the happy ending although i i don't think in that way i think that the game ends when all the players decide on a similar ending so what i mean is sohe tesur and even sigma if they decide on having a same ending for you know for their storyline that's only when it ends because if they don't agree on an ending one of them will always come back to the past and try to change it so it's going to be like that it will keep going back and forth so Tesla and Zohe got the happy ending that they wanted now Sigma is sad now Sigma is not satisfied with that kind of ending so he will go back and try to change it and then he will succeed and so Zohe and Tesla wouldn't be happy so they'll go back and change it so that's how it looks like to me if all of them had decided that okay I'm already fine with this timeline or with how things has gone then okay let's just live and move forward and stop going back and forth in time so that's just a theory i don't know actually a question that i really don't have an answer to is why is this k-drama called sisyphus the myth so does this mean that the focus of the story rather than Sohe and Tesur is actually the character Sigma because Sigma thinks that he is kind of like Sisyphus. I don't know much about Sisyphus outside this K-drama. I've read some stuff and Sisyphus is one of the sons of Zeus, if I remember it right. And the story was that he would go on top of the mountains bringing large rocks. It's not rock even, it's you know, like boulders, huge boulders. And then he will roll it up the mountain and then he will roll it down. And I mean, he will let it go so that it would fall from the mountain and it would kill people. And he did it just for what? What was his reason? 
no particular reason. He just enjoyed doing it. And he would do that again and again. And so that was the character that Sisyphus was. He's definitely not one of the gods that, you know, that the good gods that we... Well, are, are there good gods in the Greek mythology? I'm not really sure. I should check that out. Maybe I'd read on Greek mythology in the future. But I don't know. So what I'm saying is I don't know why this K-drama is called Sisyphus. Do we want to focus on Sigma? Wait, what's Sigma's name again? I forgot. So Wonju. So Won. So Won. So Wonju. But yeah, so because it's Sisyphus, it's not uh, Tesur, it's not Sohe. But yeah, and they use the word the myth as well. So it's focusing on Sisyphus, the painting that Sigma painted. I'm not sure. I don't have an answer. Maybe there are a lot of different theories online on Reddit or somewhere. I should read them. But not now because I'm already feeling kind of dizzy. Like, um, it's almost 12. Like, it's 2 minutes to 12 right now. I'm feeling so tired. My eyes are, you know, going really heavy. But, okay. Before I, like, wrap this up, I just like to address this one thing that's on my mind right now. What is this K-drama really about? What is it trying to tell us? Is it about time travel? Is it about science fiction? Is it about future? Is it about trying to build a machine that can transport us into the past? Because so far in this K-drama, people have only traveled to the past. None of them have traveled to the future. Is that correct? Yeah. None of them have traveled to the future. It's only from the future to the past. And the theme here is that people go back to the past because of regrets. And maybe this K-drama is telling us about regrets. So, like, you, we need to go back to the past because we have regrets. Everybody regrets something and that's fine. Okay, there are people, I think, they're having... Uh, I don't know, they're having a night, a Saturday night hangout, my neighbors. And you can hear them laughing or something, but anyway, never mind them. Okay, so, yeah, regrets, regrets. And I don't know, aside from that, I, I think it's also telling us about this impossible love story. Because apparently... A lot of people like these kinds of love story. A love story that is impossible and making it possible makes it even more romantic. I mean, impossible becoming possible and then impossible again. Yeah, it's romantic. I saw this comment on YouTube about like words that Tesu has for Sohe and Sohe has for Tesu. I'm not sure if that person got this exactly word by word. I couldn't find this anymore on Netflix, so I, I couldn't pick the... I mean, I couldn't find the Korean transcript. So I'll, I'll just read it to you, and it speaks of the confession of love of Tesu to Sohe and then Sohe to Tesu. Let me first read to you 
Jesu to Sohe. So this is what he said. Maybe in another lifetime we can be together again. No more pain, no more choices, no more heartbreaks. We can be together with all smiles, not worrying what will happen next. As long as we are here for each other, we will be happy, even if it's on the other lifetime. No matter what challenges might carry us apart, we will always find each other. So this is like a love again, just like last week, that is bound by not only space and time, but yeah, it, it's space and time basically, but it's hard to understand because their time... I mean, for this kinds of K-drama, their time are continuously moving forward, although they're going back in time. Does that make sense? I mean, the future is moving forward and the present is moving forward, just as the past is moving forward. Uh, it's giving me a headache to explain this, but anyway, so that's what Tesu said to Sohe. According to a comment on YouTube. I don't know if I can trust this. But it, it looks legit to me. And then this is what Sohe said to Tesu. I'll find you wherever and where whenever you go. Don't cry. I'll be by your side forever. We'll find a place where we can be together. And we'll catch our dream together with big smiles in our faces. No more hiding. I will find my way to you in the next lifetime. And to another lifetime and I'll never lose you again yeah so that's what she said oh maybe this is from the scene when they went to the you know when they went down memory lane and then this is when they were parting maybe I'm not sure but yeah this is a really good love story although I'm quite you know I'm quite on the fence because of their age the friends, you know, Tessel is already at his peak, maybe 40s or 50s. And in 2020, the present present Sohe was just 9 years old. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for Sohe that's 24 years old already, and then someone is 40, I think that's okay. And age is not really, you know reason enough to make you say that love is inappropriate even though they have like more than a decade of age difference love is love is love as long as they already have the agency to think for themselves then okay allow them to love whoever that they want to love mm -hmm. that's what i want to say today and i'm really so tired right now uh, I, I kept repeating that, but... Okay, before we end, a uh, song recommendation. Oh, I, I didn't know that this song, My Last Love, it's an OSD of Sisyphus, was sung by Ailey. If you know Ailey, good. If you don't know Ailey, what? Are you even listening to Korean music? So, listen to My Last Love. It's one of the OSDs of Sisyphus. And it's, is it pronounced Sisyphus or Sisyphus? I mean, in English, Sisyphus, 
Sisyphus. I'm not sure anymore because in Korean it's CG CG or CG Mm, okay, I'm making myself feel weird right now. Uh, yeah, so listen to Ailey's My Last Love this week. I'll add that on my Spotify and YouTube music playlist for the for all of you, for the kinkas and kinkas out there. You can listen to that playlist so that we have the same jam, yay. Also, our K-drama word of wisdom right now is this. The future is just the mirror of the past and it cannot be changed. Is this really a word of wisdom? I mean, I don't think the future cannot be changed because the future has not even come. But they say the future has already come. You just don't know it yet. It's crazy the words that they've thrown in this K-drama. It's philosophical in a way. And yeah, if it's philosophical, it means you can interpret it in whatever way as long as it doesn't harm others and yeah as long as it benefits you okay so yeah i I think that's all for tonight yeah tonight because it's already no it should not be tonight it's today or whatever whatever time you're listening to this yeah um yeah okay I, i can sleep after a bit after you know just saving this episode thank you very much for listening up to this point if you've reached this minute or this second really really i appreciate you come and yeah i'll always be here every week so you can listen you can find me again next week and listen to whatever k-drama i'll be reviewing okay so, I feel so sleepy now. If you're gonna sleep after this, bye bye.